bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, Fran. How are you doing? Oh, I am doing well. How's everything? Well, it's good. It's nice and hot. I can't believe we're in August already. I know. We're in the dog days of summer for sure. But let me ask you this. How are the preparations going as far as back to school at your house? Well, it's really kind of hard to wrap our mind around it because we've been out so long. <laughs> and, you know, nobody quite knows what school's going to look like because it's going to be quite different with COVID-19 in the picture, right? You're exactly right. Uh, you know, and rules over here where I live have changed regarding like, you know, uniforms and schedules and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's a big learning curve. And where I live, there are lots of options that parents have never had before. So there's lots of discussion online and in small, you know, conversation groups just about what are you going to do? You know, there's the option to send children back in person. There's the option for them to do some kind of virtual learning online. And, you know, let's just face it. Uh, parents have just been kind of overwhelmed trying to think all of this through. And everything may still not be decided as of today in everywhere. Oh, you're exactly right. And and even if it hasn't been decided, there's nothing saying it can't change. That's you know? right. Everything <laughs> changes. And, you know, think about us. When we take a vacation, and this is kind of personal to me this week, um, after you get back, it takes a while to gear back up. Even if we've just been off work a week. Um, think about how long this, quote, vacation, unquote, has been for our students. Oh, well, my family, we've been joking, saying this is the longest spring break ever, you know, because we left for spring break and didn't go back. Spring break happened and then it just was over. School year was over. Yeah. So into summer break, everything. So. There are going to kind of be some transitions to try to get us back on track. And, you know, some of these are the same kinds of transitions that we go through every year right when we're getting ready to go back to school um sleep is probably a big one now how has sleep changed at your house since the pandemic started and school just kind of ended abruptly well i'll be honest when it first started like when we first started you know having to be home uh, we were still doing the bedtime schedule because the kids were getting up and doing schoolwork in the morning you know I didn't necessarily wake them up at 6.15 like we usually have to. But, you know, by 7 o'clock, let's get up, get breakfast, and get, get you know, your mind ready. But now as the summer has waned on, we don't really have a wake-up time. <laughs> and no. they definitely stay up later than usual, so... Yeah, I think that's pretty typical because we're staying up later, waking up later. But now that school is getting ready to go back in session, whether it's face-to-face -face or online... A consistent sleep schedule is going to be important, wouldn't you say? Oh, I agree. Uh, you know, because even if you're not leaving your house for school, you still need that structure. It's going to probably be expected. Yes, it's definitely going to be expected and it, it's going to help a lot with the transition. So rather than waiting until the first day of school, whenever that might be, I think we need a period of training uh, to get back on the routine of having a bedtime and having a wake up time that's similar every day. No, I think that's a great idea. And, and honestly, that's what I try to do each year before school starts. But it's just everyone in the household will benefit from it, you know. 
Yes, yes, I agree with that. Now, West Tennessee Healthcare, which is a one of the major hospitals uh, in our area, um, they kind of gave some tips about choosing a backpack. And this is something we used to hear quite a bit about, um, that heavy backpacks are the common cause of back pain in kids and teens. So basically, right. they either have backpacks that are too big for them, for the age they are, or they've got too many heavy items in them. And I can remember, Sarah, going back to school on the first day or two when we're taking all of our supplies and you're loaded down in that backpack with all these binders and folders yes. and, and different things. And so we really have to be aware uh, to make sure that our kids' backpacks are safe. Well, I'm just my child, my son last year, first year of middle school, he had a locker assigned to him, but he didn't have enough time to use it. So he carried everything with him all day long. His backpack, we weighed it. It was almost 30 pounds. I feel his pain because we had to do that at times too. There's no time to get to your locker. But, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics, they have some recommendations that you select a backpack that has wide padded shoulder straps and also a padded back so that they can wear them centered. It's important that the kids wear their backpacks correctly. So that's something we may need to work with them on before school starts back. How to wear your backpack. Yeah, a lot of kids, my son included, like it's cooler just to wear it on one shoulder. shoulder. Yes. Oh, I mean, I remember being like that, mm -hmm. but the darn thing on <laughs> yeah you need to kind of wear it correctly so we don't have any any problems so i also say that it really should not weigh more than 15 percent of your child's body weight yeah because they're going to tip over <laughs> so, we definitely need to pay attention to that yeah we do and especially now with all the new protocols and safety measures parents are going to be tempted to put some extra things in those backpacks i mean i can see trying to put <laughs> I don't even want to name it because I don't want to give any ideas, but I just have, you know, <laughs> this thought that extra items are going to be put into backpacks uh, this time if you're physically going back to school. So just make sure the backpack doesn't weigh more than the child so we can keep them right. safe. But speaking right. of new procedures and safety measures, you know, no matter what school looks like, whenever you go back, it's going to be different. So we're going to have to spend some time talking to our kids about that. Oh, I agree. And and at our house, we've already started talking about that because, you know, my kids are really excited to go back. But I've been telling them it's not going to look like school as you knew it when you left. Right. You know, it, it's going to be different. Uh, over here, we're doing a staggered schedule. So you may not even see some of your friends for a while because <laughs> they yeah. may not be on the same schedule you're on, you know. They may be taking temperatures at the door. You may be eating lunch in your classroom. And all you know, of that would be new. That would all be very new. You know, um, I, I think at one of my children's school, they're not going to be changing classes. The teachers are going to change classes, mm, you know. So mm -hmm. you may they have to wear masks when they're, you know, in certain settings. That's a huge change. And, you know, this is something that parents need to prepare for. If your child is not currently wearing a mask for whatever reason, they don't need to show up at school on the first day and then all of a sudden have to wear a mask all day if that's the rule in your area. They need to have small, short bursts of having to wear a mask at home so that they, number one, get used to how it feels to have a mask on. But number two, they know how to wear it correctly. Right. And we need to, as parents, make sure that we're 
fitting them with a proper fit. You know, don't buy a child an adult size one and expect it to mm. stay on their face all day, you know? Right. <laughs> so one thing we definitely need to talk through is how to wear the mask that it needs to cover their mouth and nose. We need to teach them not to touch the mask throughout the day. Don't take it off and on because, you know, you're adding germs to the mask on your face and things like that. So this is all stuff to talk through. Here's something else. There's going to be increased hand washing, but I have a feeling there's also going to be increased use of hand sanitizer and there may be young children who don't know the proper way to use hand sanitizer that's right or even how to wash your hands you know effectively Uh just running them underwater real quick with some soap is is not what we need to be doing you need 20 seconds of some hard scrubbing your fingernails everything and then you need to completely wash all that off so that sounds like some practicing that needs to be done yeah, practice it now for sure. You know, another thing that um, we got to consider is food. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of kids prefer to take their food to school, their lunches, and some parents may be more comfortable with that, like sending lunches instead of, you know, eating what the school's providing. You know, I was reading something and I don't remember where it was or I would give them credit, but one thing they were suggesting, especially if you've got a young child that's going to be entering Head Start or kindergarten for the first time, make sure that they know how to open all of the items that you'll be sending in their lunch and that they know which things to throw away at the end of the lunch period and which things need to come back home. And I'd never thought about that, even though I took lunch to school plenty as a child. That's something we need to go over. If this is brand new, you don't know which things need to go in the trash and which things need to be brought back home at the end of the day. That's a good point. You know, you may have some, um, you know, like Rubbermaid kind of things, Tupperware mm-hmm. things with lids that you want to come back. <laughs> that I plan to see again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of lunch boxes come with, um, you know, like plastic containers that fit that lunch box. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that stuff needs to come home. And that's also making sure they can open the stuff themselves is less risk for exposure by someone helping them. Right, right. Yeah. And we need to talk about the timing, you know, making sure that they can eat in an allotted time frame, you know, because the time is not unlimited when they get to school. So that's another thing that we need to, you know, really think about. And, you know, all of this is so important. And as things have changed in the world, the way we prepare for back to school has to change. For example, we've never used the, well, I can say I've never used the phrase social distancing when I was preparing Charleston for back to school. Um, Now that's, that's part of our vocabulary now. So if you've got a young child, make sure that they understand what social distancing is and that they're able to help with some of that, you know, so that the responsibility is not entirely left up to the teacher, you know, to keep children from touching one another and from standing too close to one another in lines and that type of thing. You're exactly right. And and I will say in our home, I, I distinctly remember um, my husband having a conversation with our oldest child because, you know, he's in middle school and our youngest child is old enough to hear this too, but there's got to be some personal responsibility. Like you have to understand and you've got to be able to do this on your own, regardless of what other people are doing. You know, it all comes down to some personal responsibility. If if some of your friends are getting too close, you need to, whether you want to or not, back up a little bit. Yep. 
Tell them to back it up. And I think it's going to be very important for us as parents to model good behavior. You know, I can't Mm -hmm. preach that my children uh, practice social distancing if I'm not doing that or wanting them to wear their masks as required in school if their school requires that if I'm not wearing my mask when I go out in public. So those are the types of things that we have to make sure that we're doing. I agree. These are some great tips. And, you know, this is a starting back to school. It's always exciting yet stressful. And this year is just it's just another level. (laughs) Super exciting and super stressful. (laughs) But Um, everybody's going to get through. It's going to be a wonderful year. But this is a new normal. And so I think the key is going to be preparation and communicating with our kids about those changes. I agree. Thank you all for listening today. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Take care.